I hate when somebody tells me I'm busy. Welcome to the Father and Son Podcast, where my father and I discuss anything that's been in our minds lately. In this week's episode, we're discussing being busy and whether it's a good thing. Hope you enjoy. If you do enjoy, please recommend us to your friends and family. Thank you. Hey, Baba. Hey, Yusuf. How are you? Second day of Ramadan tired. Ah, me too. Me too. Yeah, although we've broken our fast, but... It's still that fatigue. The yeah. fasting fatigue is still... I'm not in that routine that only comes the second week. I'm in that whole... My whole body is like, what's going on? Yeah, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, and went from eating nothing to eating a thousand calories. So I have that... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shock. Yeah. So... I thought this week I have I have a question for you. Okay. So I am now always busy. Okay. And I so I went from being somewhat busy like normal like the normal have a lot of free time and then in the mornings and maybe during the evening I have some stuff going on to now every day being almost completely full. So my question to you is is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Should my like should my life be like f- busy and full of things or should I take a step back and be like, well, I have too many things going on? Before I answer the question, and I think it's a good question, I just want to define and understand what you mean by busy. So do you have your day scheduled all day where you have stuff in your calendar that's keeping you busy or do you have a couple of things scheduled and you're busy doing a lot of homework um it's a mixture of of the two actually so i have so say if i wake up at say say i have class from nine to two and then at two it's like a rough it's a rough schedule in your in my head and then 2 30 i need to be at the bookbinder studio until say 6 30 and 6 30 i have to go straight to the gym until seven until uh, seven thirty or eight and then i come home i have to do turkish homework and sometimes i have to record the podcast and sometimes i have to do like a debate for like a debate club so it's not like every single second is charted out it's more of a rough outline in my head that i i know i have to follow okay so let's say 60 percent of your week 70 percent is scheduled you have something you have to be there mm-hmm. at a certain time and then the rest of the time it's just it's just filled with things that come up. Okay, and so you believe you're busy, or you feel you feel like you're busy. I feel like I'm very busy. Like I feel like before, like if I wanted to, I could take like some downtime and play like a game or two, like at night. Now, like there's none of that. Like I can't. There is no playing unless I play video games during my classes, which I don't do. But mm. unless I unless I do that, there is no space to do anything else other than those activities that have already been like set in motion and that I have to do. Okay. And do you feel that this is a good thing or a bad thing? I feel if like you're, it's, you're asking me the question. There must be a part of you that thinks it's. Uh, I feel like right now it's a good thing. I feel like I'm very productive. I'm doing a lot of stuff, but is it, does it get to a point where it just wears you out completely? Is it like, should I 
fix myself should I check myself is it like what is it check yourself where you wreck yourself yeah should i check myself where i wreck myself and i take a step back and be like oh there's too many things going on right now and i should take some stuff out to prevent like fit like long like long-term fatigue okay i think there's a lot of parts to this question first is it good to be busy and have your day full and packed and feel productive uh, and that's that's one question and then the other question is can you be too busy to where you can end up wrecking yourself as you said in the long term yeah this is hard for me to answer it's something i struggle with this need to feel productive uh-huh i feel like our society rewards the, the busy man or the busy woman or the busy person mm-hmm. it's like it's good to say i'm really busy i have no time to do it you want to no, go watch a movie now i have nothing I have i'm really busy it's like the self-congratulatory type thing i'm really really busy i'm sorry i'm just so busy and i think we are obsessed with being busy mm-hmm. and yeah like i said it's like the self-congratulatory i'm sorry i can't see you. i wish i could see you but i'm just really really busy and i heard this um i heard this quote from this uh, there's a really wonderful book called uh, vagabonding okay what's that about it's about the, you know the art of vagabonding traveling for going with the learn, flow going with the flow and he talks he has this really great you can actually get it on youtube uh we can link it in the show notes <laughs> that don't exist <laughs> okay you know what we should create some show notes and put this in in we have show notes oh we do okay yeah. then put this link in our show notes we do have, i write show notes every week oh good, good job so you put this link in the show notes then. okay and basically, he talks about this epidemic of being busy and wanting to be busy and congratulating yourself for being busy and everybody's so busy and busy and busy. And uh, and I was like that for a very long time. You'd ask me if you can do something, I'd say, I'm really busy, I'm really busy, I can't mm-hmm. do that. And I've just become allergic to that term. Um, I'm busy? Yeah, I, I hate that word. I hate when somebody tells me I'm busy. So when I tell anyone, a family member, you know, my sister or my brother or anybody or a colleague, hey, do you want to go have X? And they go, I'm really, really busy. I automatically translate that in my mind that I'm not a priority. Yeah. If they if they really wanted to, then they, they wouldn't be so busy. Yeah. And so I really don't like that word busy, you know, and I, I think we use it too much. I think it's like this self-congratulatory thing. You know, it's kind of, it's a weird term where it's it's a com- it's a combination of people try and say, woe is me, I'm so busy, but at the same time, look how awesome I am, I'm so busy. Yeah, uh, I'm really sacrifi- sacrificing myself here. Yeah, I'm so, so busy. And so that's the first thing that, you know, as you're talking about, the first thing that comes to my mind is this term busy and, and how much we use it in our society and how annoying it is. It makes me and, and how much I cringe of how how much I used it myself. Uh-huh. Um, Did you when you when people used to ask you if you want to do things and you said you're busy? Was that because they weren't your priority? Of course. Okay, so it's not something you're theorizing. You know that's no, like, of course. If and it happens every day. If a child comes to me and asks me to do something, one of my own kids. You'll say you're I'm busy. Bob is busy. Bob is busy doing what? 
Eating nuts. Eating nuts. Uh, watching videos of, of people smelting swords, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? And that's like a, this convenient excuse. And so th- that's one thing that came to mind. It doesn't directly answer your question, but this is term busy. And some of the busy, really genuinely busiest people I know will always make time uh-huh. for people. Like I, I know someone who is a rector of a whole university, right? And has so many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And is an author, and he give cl- gives classes in three languages. It's just genuinely this superhuman, superhuman person. And I asked him once a question, and he responded with, "Hey, what are you doing now? Let's go grab some ice cream." So, what does that mean? So, he prioritized face-to-face human interaction over the other things in his life. Uh-huh. And so th- that this comes now to the heart of your question. Is it wrong to have a planned out day? Is it wrong to have a lot of stuff going on? To me, it depends on what that stuff is and what you filled your day with. Mm -hmm. So the person that I just mentioned, the rector of the university, his priority is, seems to be real human connection and communication. That's why, although he has a thousand things he could possibly be do to keep him busy, he accepted my offer or he suggested he made time. So what I would say to you is when you look at how you spend your time, when you spend, when you map out that week that's full of stuff, what is that stuff and how useful is that stuff and how does it map to what you value? Is it genuinely useful things? Uh-huh. I, I remember there's a person here in Turkey that I want to spend some time with and he's always genuinely really busy. Okay. He's an amazing human being. You you know him. He's an amazing human being. One of those people that's involved in 50 things. And and he was t- I was telling him, you know, let's go grab, you know, some dinner at some point. He's like I'd w- I'd love to. I just I can't. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. And he is. It's not like he's being a jerk. And so I told him, you know, you seem like somebody who's constantly running. Like constantly running. Like like physically? Like just in motion. He's in motion. So how do you know that you're not like on a treadmill and actually not going anywhere? How is all of your running get, getting you someplace that you're trying to get to? Uh-huh. Like how, so you, you can... Like are you moving forward to a goal or are you just... Are you just, are you your, just moving? Are is you just your day mo- full of white noise? Yeah. Are you just moving like you're on a treadmill? You know, you, you if you run on a treadmill, you don't actually go anywhere. You're just running on a you know, hamster wheel. Yeah. How do you know you're not on a hamster wheel? And so he didn't say anything to that. And then the next day, he, he sent me a message and said, I I can't stop thinking about your question. Uh-huh. I cannot stop thinking about your question. Do you mind if I see you? I said, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I wanted all along, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so we went to a, a cafe and we spent five hours there. Five hours. Five hours with Mr. Busy thinking and looking. And I had him write out for me, what exactly is he doing? Yeah why is he so busy busy doing what for what and uh we realized that the majority of what he does was ultimately a distraction from what he should be doing which was what which was working on his 
basically a book that he should have that people many people have been waiting for it is the book he's meant to write uh-huh. and, and he is the person in the world who's supposed to write that book he is the guy who's supposed to write this book and instead he's doing a bazillion other things uh-huh. that keep him busy from the thing and so how are you spending your time so you said for example you have Turkish in the morning and then Turkish homework at night and then you go to the book binder and then you go to the gym and then you spend some time with us having dinner and then you do some homework when you look at how you spend your time and you create a pie chart of how you spend your time and I actually do this I do this for myself and I do this for some of my clients as well and you look at how you spend the week you can really see what you prioritize uh-huh you can actually see your own value system because people will i find they'll say for for example when i like do some one-on-one sessions and i ask people what do you value most in life what do you think the answer is my family my family it's always that answer my family i love my family I love my family do anything with my family i said fantastic now let's look at your whole week and the, la- and the last thing they're doing is spending time with their family. The last thing. And then when they're spending time with their family. They're usually thinking and worrying about the other thing. Yeah. And I, w- I know that because I was like that too. Uh-huh. We um, talked about this, I think, yeah. like our second or third episode. Exactly. And so th- there's a big difference between the story we tell ourselves of what our priority is and how we spend our time. So do I think being busy or having your day full of stuff is a bad thing i know i think it's actually a good thing i think your day full of meaningful things that are aligned to what you want your priorities to be is a good thing okay um it's just when life gets in the way or life starts throwing things at you and you start scheduling it without thinking about it and then you really do become incredibly busy like that person i mentioned where you have no time for anything somebody asks you to do something you fit it right into the schedule and that that's that's where i think you can have a problem yeah I, i've seen i've seen that like especially this last week like as i said i'm part of like a debate club right and somebody asked me to write something like so there were like a couple of assignments like we had to do for the club because one of one so we had our first like inaugural showcase debate, right? And that was the first like, like it's the first time this debate club has showed itself to the university, and it actually went really well. The rec- the rector of the university came, the vice rector came, several like high like high profile members of the like the teaching staff came. It went really really well. And after that, there was like this scurry of trying to capitalize on that success, and pe- like and there's like assignments just kept getting thrown out like can somebody can somebody write a like this a 450 word op-ed so that we can publish in the university's newspaper so people can read it and like still remember us and like a lot of people a lot of things like they were at, like some people asked me to do some of this stuff and i was like yeah sure like i no problem at all and then i'll just i just slot it right in and it was just so much stress, like having wanting to deliver on all these things. That, again, that's fine. It's okay to be stressed, and it's okay to want to deliver something well. What what I'm saying is, it's when you start taking things on that 
real, like there's no filter. You're just taking many, many things on. So if it's important to you to be well-regarded in your debate club and the debate club really means a lot to you and something you want to excel at and you see yourself the president of at one day, one point, then yes, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. Um, and so I guess what I'm saying is you have to decide what you care about, what your value systems are, you know, what you value. Uh-huh. And then it's okay to spend a lot of time doing those things. But what I find is myself and many people taking a lot of stuff to avoid doing what they really should be doing. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, like it's just you're you're taking you're taking stuff on just to distract yourself from things you don't want to do and they end up causing you harm. Yeah, or wasting your time, which is causing you harm. Well, yeah, which is ultimately what what's what's sadder than actually wasting your time because it's so finite. Yeah. And a lot of stuff is really hard to do. A lot of stuff I'm talking about isn't so straightforward. Like, you know, when I went from being quote unquote really busy, having a eight to seven or eight to eight job, and then coming home and training, I, lo- I had a lot of stuff going on. I was always busy. And then I made some decisions in life where all of a sudden I'm very not busy. I'm like the least busy guy of all my friends. I can always answer pretty much yes. You want to hang out? Yes. You want to? Yes. Uh-huh. And, and I became, and what I felt was, I was a character in some Black Mirror episode where I just wasn't that busy. And while it sounds good, it sounds good, you know, I've organized my life such that I don't have to work that much to maintain the standard of living I want. I have a lot of time spent with my family. I all of a sudden had a lot of time. And I struggled with that. I struggled with that time. Why? Because I felt the need to be productive, to be doing something, to write some, to be productive, to be... To feel like you're not wasting your time. Exactly, to feel like you're not wasting your time. So, and I, I'm still haven't, I'm, I haven't fully arrived. I'm getting you're better. You're still on the journey. I'm still on the journey. Because when you're, when you have a career, when you have a, or you're working for a big company, somebody is giving you, telling you what to do, setting your agenda, putting, put, basically blocking time in your calendar. Uh-huh. Like when you're in university. You have classes, you have things to be doing that are already preset. You're not setting them for yourself. A- exactly. And so the combination of work. Yeah. And work is basically going from one meeting to another. Uh huh. That's what most work in Western companies is like. It's the milestone. It's not. I I, I don't know what you mean by milestone. But it's, like, it's like one. The, I don't even know how to explain it. But so you go. You basically here's here's work. Mm-hmm. You you open your calendar, most likely a Microsoft Outlook, and you see all of your meetings for the next week. And generally, unless you block out something for lunch or the gym, it's all full, and you go from one meeting to another, and sometimes. You prep you, if it's a really really important meeting. You put take the hour before it. Generally, put in a different color, and you say prep for that meeting. Uh huh. So even the work that we're creating, the value we're adding, is creating things for meetings. Okay. Okay. So you're generally incredibly busy in meetings. 
right? So you're not actually being super productive. Well, you're not add, really adding value in terms of... When you're not creating a product for the company. You're in the meeting. We're in the meeting probably talking about people who are going to create the product uh-huh. or something like that. But in terms of actually adding value to the customer, building something or designing something for the customer, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I wasn't doing that. I was in lots of meetings, right? Where decisions were made, it wasn't completely useless, where ideas were discussed, etc. You know, direction set, that kind of stuff. But th- that's my day. My day is these meetings. And then you go home, you see your family, and then uh, I have a training schedule. And so your days are, are really full. And then I made these, like I said, series of decisions to shift my life and my work and my time to where all of a sudden I have a lot of time. Uh-huh. And that's really... It's a, sh- it's a culture shock. It's a shock to your system. And you wake up and you think, what do I do with all this time? You know, it's like almost people say, I cannot wait until I retire and so that I can... Garden. I can garden and f- go to Paris and... And then they retire and they're just like they're just completely bored with their lives. Yeah, I'm not there yet, but yeah, you know. Okay, so what what do I do now? And so I reached that point in my thirties, where I made some decisions around where we live and expenses and how I'm going to work and what I'm going to do and time. Where I have a lot of time, almost for many months of the year, I'm I'm retired. You have nothing to do. Yeah, I or yeah, I can I can do nothing. I can do nothing if I want. You have the op- you have the I have the option of doing nothing. And that's actually like a oh crap moment. And cuz you must feel like what am, like what's next in my life if I'm doing nothing then I must not be adding value to anything. So like what's the point? Especially in the backdrop of being in constant meetings and this like sugar rush of being in the meeting. Uh-huh. You know, oh, I have to go to, I'm sorry, I have to drop and go to the next meeting. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And then meetings have their own sort of language and, and their own culture. And you're really busy and you feel busy and it feels good. And, and you complain about how busy you are and you <laughs> complain about like, oh, I just, you know, I can't wait for the Christmas vacation to come and all this kind of stuff. And a lot, there's a whole story and lore and everything around. To do. And then all of a sudden it stops and you actually have a ton of time. You're like, I don't like this. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't like it. And so there is this weird balance of having time, but using it in ways that are fulfilling. Okay. You know, it's not... Fulfilling to you or fulfilling to like other people or society? It depends, you know. But like I said in the beginning when we were talking, it comes down to what you value. You know, and and for me, for example, there's a hierarchy of what I value, and I think about that all the time. Then do I? Th- I think to myself, am you know, am I spending the week doing those things or not? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not doing the things you're meant to do, then you're gonna look for what I call constructive distractions. Okay. So a constructive distraction is something that makes you feel constructive or productive. But you're not actually doing anything. But they're a distraction from the thing you're supposed to be doing or you're meant to be doing or you're made to be doing. So, for example, 
one example of a constructive distraction is hearing about people's problems and helping them solve it. Because it doesn't help you in any way, shape, or form. And it allows you to escape your own problems or, or what you should be doing by saying, okay, tell me, inviting that in, inviting those problems in so uh-huh. that you can solve them. Um, or, what's an example? I need to reorganize all of the... All the cabinets in the house and move everything one unit to the left. Yeah, I, that's a I know constructive distraction. Or I need to go and buy. I heard there's a new kind of LED light that can save me five percent on you know the home. Something something that basically doesn't in the in the long term doesn't affect in the short term and long term doesn't affect your life in any way positively or negatively. It's just a block of your day has been filled out with doing basically. Uh, you, it has the same outcome of basically doing nothing, but you're doing something. Yes. So that's a positive distraction. A constructive a construction distraction. distraction. I mean, that's why I coined it constructive distraction, right? Something that, because I, I, I'm i at the point where, like, for example, even if I'm going to, I can't binge watch a movie. It's not fulfilling enough. What do you mean? Like watching, sitting down, let's just say I have plenty of time to waste, uh-huh. quote unquote, which is, sounds so sad, but I can't sit there and watch the Avengers or something like that because that will really feel like I'm wasting my time. So I have to play tricks on myself and say, and watch, you know, documentaries on climate change, on climate change <laughs> or something like that, or what's happening in the seas or, or something like that, something that I feel like I'm not wasting my time that I'm being productive. And so I think everything aligns when you're spending a good amount of time, quality time doing the things you're supposed to be doing. They have an they have an outcome a positive outcome in the future. No, like for example, I think that this hour we spent together uh-huh. is a good use of my time. Okay. This is a good use of my time because I have told myself that genuinely my family is number two what's it used to be number one (laughs) but now it's now in reality it's number two wait what's number one we can talk about that later okay but the number one number two thing in my life is my family Uh uh-huh right and that's because i actually really think about this stuff and so my number two priority is my family it's not my number one Uh uh-huh and so Spending time like this where I can really clear my mind and spend this hour with you and and really talk, this is a good use of my time. This is something at the end I'll feel very happy having done. Uh And so... Constructive constructive distractions like eating junk food. It feels good while you're doing it, but after you feel kind of bad. But this is like healthy... It's like healthy food. You feel good after. Yeah, you you feel good after. And that's... And so I think that, and I think I've said this now 10 times, maybe. It's better to be busy doing important things to you. That's the best thing. That The best thing is when your time is spent and aligned with what you feel you should be doing. Right, that's that's to me the holy grail, right? Uh-huh. Of spending your time. Let's just say the most important thing to you is spirituality and your connection with God. 
Okay. Let's just say that's your your number one priority. Then somebody who spends sixty percent of their day in worship is somebody who's aligned to that reality. That reality. Let's just say, okay, let's say someone's priority in life is really to travel and live the life of a Bedouin. And you see somebody, you know, with dreadlocks traveling the world. To some, they might be a loser. But to them, they're they're doing what they, what they think they're meant to be doing. Yeah, exactly. And so that to me is a winner. It's when your time spent aligns with your value system that's where nirvana happens and then Wait, what's nirvana nirvana like the the quan oh oh okay <laughs> you know and then you have just somebody who's really just busy because they're taking life you know everything life throws at them i and think just burying themselves under and, it. yeah and but i think that's better than somebody just not doing anything just sitting on the couch and watching the tv yeah okay so I think that's like the the hierarchy to me. Like it's, you know, the guy sitting eating Cheetos and just watching TV and he's under the guy that's filled, filling his day with like meaning, like meaningful nothings. And I think that's like a really depressing place to be. And then there's the, I'm really, really busy guy or girl Uh that is just really, really busy can't help you i can't help you so i can't see you i'm sorry i'm very busy really really busy sorry i'm really busy and then there is the person who's really who's spending their time aligned with what they think they should be doing in their life so that's that's the ultimate that's the tier that's the tier list i'm sure there's a list after there's something after a fourth level that I haven't yet discovered you haven't you haven't unlocked that level in the in, the, in life's video game no, I have not. I'm still trying. I'm still on level three, trying to figure that out. Trying to figure. So I think I've I've definitely moved past level one, and I don't think I don't think I'm doing level two. I think I'm somewhere in between two and three. I'm not at three, but I'm not at two. But that's because life hasn't thrown a bunch of things at you. You're still between level one and level two, my friend. Ah. Because right now they they just asked you to write an op-ed, and you said okay, and. I asked you to do something, so okay, eventually life will throw 50, 60, 70 things at you. And, and maybe you need to go through level two before you can get to level three. Maybe you can't jump from level one to level three. I, I don't know. I just know that just being that person who's super busy, that's congratulating themselves for being super busy, is always talking about how busy they are, that's just a transient step. That, that's not the final they're not going to be like that forever they're going to realize like what oh, they're no, doing they, they can be they can be like that forever just con- in the constant you know that there is uh, i think i don't know if i mentioned this before but there is a book called the partnership that talks about goldman sachs and it talks about vagabonding not partnership okay so in there's a book called the partnership that talks about go- yeah the, the investment bank investment firm goldman sachs and one of their managing partners who was known for how much he worked at Goldman Sachs. Like, he's always on. He's always working. He's always busy. Uh-huh. He actually died, passed away in the meeting at work. When was this? This was before your time, way before your time. Wow. And he, so he died at work. He, he died doing what he loved to do. He died doing what, I guess. And the book celebrated this. 
It, it didn't like say a like, good thing. No, this is a good thing. You know, he really gave his all for the firm. And may, maybe for him, that was how he should spend his time. That's how, that's how he thought he was doing what? May, maybe. For me, that's like the most depressing story ever. Like, you know, dying at work. Yeah, that is. That, that, that does suck. But, you know, it. one thing I will tell you is that a lot of the stuff requires you to be thinking constantly about what you're doing, how you're spending time, what you... You have to take a step back. You can't just think about it beforehand and ghost jump into it. You have to, like, while you're in, you have to take a step back and think about it. Or talk to somebody regularly that asks you the right questions to make you take a step back. Because when you're in it, you don't realize you're in it. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, in a sense. You're, you just forget. It's a Matrix where you forget you're in the Matrix. Yeah. You know, you're not always in the matrix and you step into the matrix and all of a sudden you lose yourself in it. You lose yourself in it. And and you will probably when you start your career and then you're constantly busy and your mother calls you and you're like, "Mom, can I call you back?" and you forget to call her. And oh my god, I'm supposed to call mom. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. You know, and well, you know, I'll call her later or call dad, you know, maybe I can skip this. You know, calling your mother back probably is worth more than your entire career but you you don't see that at Mm -hmm. the time and so this is a really big difficult question yeah and conundrum and time is something that you should constantly be thinking about and how you're spending time and but i will tell you something be doing what you're doing now and being having a more full day is far better than what you were doing a month ago. Yeah, I I think so too. Like I I'm not like I'm not like under the impression that maybe I should go back to what I was doing before. I I think this is de- I know this is definitely better than what I was doing before. I just don't know if I like I didn't know before if I've if I like put too much on myself too quickly. But now I think now I've reached like now I don't think my day is filled with meaningless, like with meaningless nothings. Just, I think I'm actually doing things to better myself. I'm learning a language. I'm learning how to debate, and I'm learning how to bind books. And I'm going to the gym. Like the, out of all of the things I'm doing, the only maybe meaningless nothing is going to the gym. And to me, that's not that's not meaningless. Exactly like that. Like if we if we were if we had like like a like a ranking of my day the bottom would be the gym and if that's the bottom then i'm happy with that yeah and for some the highlight of their existence is going to the gym yeah no that's not that's not me but i love i like going to the gym but it's not the highlight of my existence yeah and so good and you're doing the right thing in my opinion which is thinking about this stuff you know thinking about time thinking about how you're spending time is it good to be busy is it not good is good you know to be not busy and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Actually, I do think there's a wrong answer. I think just wasting your time aimlessly is... It's sad. It's sad. And I think it will make people sad. Yeah. You know, but if, for example, you just really believe that your job is to meditate... And in a cave someplace in India, and you spend ten hours a day meditating, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, as l- as long as you're not wasting your time. 
as long as you're not wasting your time. And I, I think you know you're wasting your time when you're looking for an opiate to make you to get over the pain of wasting your time. And that opiate can be a drug. It can be food or food. It can be popcorn. If you remember that euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you know, it can be there can be a lot of ways to, to mask the ma- to make yourself feel like just to forget about it. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why people fall into addictions. Well, that's 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 a big that's a big topic for another yeah, time. But it could be. You know, I, I mean addictions um I'm, I'm no addiction expert, but from what I understand it's it's a way to escape pain and wasting your life or wasting your time it's a form of pain it's yeah it's definitely causes pain thanks boba welcome yusuf see you next week